I had to run back into my seat. What's up? What's up? Good Sunday fun day. We're a couple of days late, but you know, we're a couple of days late, but you know, we all have lives, we have jobs, we have shit to do. And uh yeah, Shahida and I just have snow. in the snowmageddon of the blizzard of 2022. 2022. Ciao. It's not as bad. It's not as bad as it could be. True. But listen here. We got, to, we, got, we got to jump right into this, Matt. Welcome, y'all, to another episode of Still Dope. And we got to talk about Married at First Sight, the honeymoon, the beginning of the honeymoon. And we're going right for the jugular. And we are going to start off with Alyssa and Paige. Oops, I mean Chris. Alyssa and what's his name? Chris. Chris. Yeah, because Chris is now the new Paige. You said that, and I'm like, no, he's smarter than that. He's smarter than her. He's, he recognizes that she is gaslighting him, you know, where, and he wants it, and he's trying to work with her, but he's not really falling for her bullshit. The page fell for it. Hard. I agree. I agree. I just, I, the reason why I and, him, and they had sex too. They ain't having sex. So listen, oh, yeah. they ain't having sex. Oh, we already know that's not happening. The, I guess the reason why I called him Paige is because he's just getting a raw deal right now. Like yeah. he didn't ask for this shit, you know. And it's like this girl, like like well, you just said, like, just like she uh, is ham and eggs. Him. Just like ham and eggs too got a raw deal with what's in the Amy, whatever the member. Oh name. yeah. Oh damn! I totally forgot about them. Yep. Wow. Yep. Totally forgot. Yep. There's a villain. There's a villain in every in every season. I think that's that's how they set it up. That's why we talk about the show. But they, set up a, they put a villain I in every. Like, I'm like as if Mer look. I was like, Merla had us all shook last season, and I'm saying to myself, there can't be nobody worse than Merla in my book. Oh yeah, Alyssa is her right now. And, and Lindsay is a close second. We'll get, to, we'll get to her ass in a minute. But I, another thing, I got to get my notes out because I took some notes and of some hot points. One you of know what I say? You can't really, right now, I don't think you can compare her to Marilla. And I'm stealing this from somebody off of Twitter and I don't know who said it. But they said, Marilla came in and she was snotty. But she looked like she was giving this man a chance and made him fall in love with her. And then at the end said, psych, big difference. Yeah. So yeah. she was a little bit more diabolical, you know, because she really made him, she made all of us think that she could work with this marriage. And she was just like, nope, don't want it. I mean, let's just say, I mean, I watched the after party. So... And you already know that I'm not really a big fan of Olajuwon, but Olajuwon hit that nail on the head. Yeah. When when she when Alyssa stormed off after Rudy Huxtable was getting in her ass, you know, and just you know giving her the hard questions like, why did you sign up for this? You know what I mean? And she walked off. And Olajuwon hit the nail on the head when he's like, she didn't like what she, you know, she didn't like what she saw. She was not attracted to him. And he called out, which I'm glad he did. He called out uh, Chris's shitty ass friends because i'm sorry with friends like that you don't need enemies because his friend basically just threw his ass under the bus and threw his ass under the bus again at the brunch the next day 
when he's telling her, you know, he's never going to be around, you know, he, what he does for a living and da, 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 da. he's telling her all the bad shit. So, I, yeah. you know, that's one of those things that kind of drive me crazy in marriages or with, with women. I mean, her, she has an excuse. I understand he's a real estate agent, but he's going to definitely make time for his marriage. I mean, that's not like a cop or something. But when people say, you know, um, like people who marry cops or doctors or whatever, and then they'd be like, they don't spend enough time with me. You knew what the schedule was when you signed up. That's a different story. I mean, now if his job is, I mean, I understand because I've been in real estate most of my life too. I understand that it it can get extremely time consuming and you're always trying to close a deal. But I think that he has gotten established enough where he definitely can make time for family. And for his friends to say he's always working, but yeah, look at the stuff that you're going to get from his productiveness. You know, what do you want? There's, you know, I mean, I know there's a fine line, but you work in the marriage first. If she was, if he was good looking, we wouldn't be having this conversation. We would not. We would not. At all. If he was good looking and had great teeth and everything, he checked off all the boxes and hell, he could have been a jackass, a dick. She would have made it work. Why? With the teeth. Why people don't get, anyway. Well, here's the thing. A lot of people don't care about stuff like that. Yeah, I know. That's the problem. Yeah, but what I didn't like like about it was the fact that every time the conversation came up of snaggle teeth, they always cut to him like a close up of him smiling or talking where you actually saw his teeth. I thought it was a little rude, but I'll blame that on editing. What I will say, I was pissed that they even allowed this to go to the honeymoon. I was waiting when she wouldn't sleep sleep in the same room with him, number one, at right. the night of the wedding. Right. And then they went to the honeymoon and she basically like egged him the whole time, acted like he didn't exist, was walking by him. I mean, when he was giving his little confessional at the airport where, you know, the baggage claim and he's like, oh yeah, that was Alyssa. She just walked right by me. She literally whizzed right by him. Like she didn't even know him. Like, bitch, that's your husband. I, at that point, I think that the ex, somebody, one of the experts should have intervened. Somebody should have flew their ass to Puerto Rico and said, you know what? We're going to nip this shit in the bud. Or we're going to sit you two down and we're going to have to hash this out because we're not, we can't let this shit linger. You're messing with people's lives here. I get it. It's a show. We love it. We watch it. Hell, we do a podcast on it. But at the end of the day, it's cringeworthy when I'm seeing this man, he's trying to do the best that he can. He's like acknowledging her. Like she's like, oh, I'm going to spend all my time on the beach. And then he's like, say, okay, we'll, we'll stay on the beach. She didn't even like that that he was accommodating to her. Oh, now he's saying he wants to stay on the beach all the time. She was just annoyed. She does not like him. And like Elijah once said, she's not attracted to him. She's not trying to make it work, but she's doing it like devilishly. Like you said, Shahida, she's gaslighting him. She can never give him, uh, or anybody for that matter, she can never give anybody a legit reason why 
or she just don't want to say it. And then it's always, oh, I'm not going to do this on camera. I'm not going to do this on camera. Bitch, you signed up to be on TV. Now you don't want to be on camera. Even, even, even if she didn't like him, there's no reason for her to be fucking rude. That's what I'm saying. There's no, if she don't like him, she can be like, look, let's just try to like ham and eggs or, or, you know, any of these other dudes that they're not into it. At least let's have a fucking get to know me at least. Yeah. Know me, get to like, you know, she's rude. She's just so rude. My take on this is one, I agree with you, Tanya, about the professionals should have intervened. I feel like when she wanted to talk to them and she was crying and she was saying that, you know, she, she heard some things and she felt like, you know, that made her uncomfortable. When I say in essence, they basically described her personality to a T, but at that point I would have more respect for the show. And I'm really like at this level with the show, I'm like, I'm fucking done, really. I mean, I don't even know if I want to do another season of this because this is getting to be bullshit. But mm-hmm. I would have had more respect for the show if somebody would have came out and said, you signed up for this. And you signed up to go in wholeheartedly to, yep. to really trust the process. So why don't you stay here in Boston? Think about how you're feeling let him go to Puerto Rico and enjoy the honeymoon, but because you need to think some things out. No, her whole speech to him about like, you know, let's go through with the honeymoon and just see how it turns out. Basically what she was saying, I want this free trip to Puerto Rico and I'm not going to acknowledge you. I'm not going to try and build a friendship. It was evident in her actions and it was obvious to anyone watching that she was not going to try while she was in Puerto Rico. She just wants the vacation. So they yeah. should have nipped it in the bud right there. If you're not willing to share a room with him, if you're not willing to try and build a friendship with him, you stay here and think about it, sis. I would have more respect for the show. Two, like you said, the whole gaslighting him and he knows it. And it's really kind of heartbreaking to see somebody say like, you know, I really want this. I'm trusting the process. They put it together for a reason. No matter what he said, she was going to find fault with it. I'm surprised she said, I don't like the way he tied his shoes. Look, he has two double hoops. I don't like that. We don't have anything in common. She was searching for anything. 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 And she at that point, stop it. Send her ass home. She doesn't want it. I would have even loved it to go even further and just rip, like you said, Shahida, you bit, sis, you can stay in Boston and marinate on this. Mm-hmm. And Chris, we're going we're gonna to have a heart to heart. Come to Jesus with you, Chris. We're going to let you make the final decision. He deserved that. I would have been, to, if it were my show, I would have said to Chris, I would have told her, ask, okay, we're going to leave you here at the Museum of Science or in the Lay Meridian and let you marinate on what, how you just showed your whole natural ass with your rudeness. And I'm going to talk to Chris. I'm going to be like, Chris, we got one of two decisions. We're going to either give you an annulment and let you move on with your life and not, you know, we're not going to let you suffer any more hu- you know, humiliation on this show. It's humiliation. Or we can do a do-over because we're just at the beginning of this shit. Bitch, you want another wife? Let's have a 
have a do-over. And I come to the can't have those options then have to deal with her ass. And it always comes down to how could you not see what her personality was? We all saw it Thank in you. the interview process. <clears throat> we knew that she was superficial from the interview process. Dr. Cal, Dr. Viviana, or Pastor Cal, Dr. Viviana, and Dr. Pepper. Pepper. You couldn't see that? You're, you're playing with us at this point. And right. I will say this about the audience. I know that we all like a little bit of drama, but I think 99% of the audience really wants to see matches. We have a lot of drama going on everywhere else. We want to see people happy and in there. Like when you look at Steven and Noah, and you're like, you're excited for that. You know, I don't know how that's going to work out, but you at least they're giving you the excitement of potential of happiness. Right. Don't give us this. Don't, don't give us the yeah. Chris and the pages and, and, and the pages and the, the, the Chris and the lists. Don't give us that. I'd, yeah. much rather, I'd much rather have see people work out i get more excited seeing people like oh they match these people perfectly and to see a love that would not have normally been there because they didn't know they would have known each other i mean i like i think i root for that more in the show than exactly. seeing people be disgusting really yeah i agree with both of you on that like we all want to see them succeed and of course relationships are relationships you're going to have bumps in the road. You're going to have disagreements. That's fine. We're going to see some drama. But this is just too much. That's too much. And I don't want her on the show anymore. I yeah. There's a petition out there, y'all, on Twitter. I saw it. There is a petition out there to have her removed. Everybody is up in arms over this. Oh, really? Yes. And you know, another thing is they, they know what she she must have been very specific about what kind of man she likes i, like I believe she was face. i like i like my nice teeth I and mean, she even said it you know after the fact or whatever but when they listen to her like what kind of man do you like i mean if they listen to the dogs and cats thing in in, the, in Lindsay, why wouldn't they pay attention to what she likes in physicality and chris, you know they're gonna come back? chris ain't it you know what they're going to come back with, Chris? They're going to be like, on paper, we gave her everything that she wanted internally. And we thought that she would be mature enough to, to, to buy, uh, uh, forego the superficial looks. That's what they're going to say. And that's what, and that's what they said the last time. And, and, and everyone, they always come back. We thought that they would be mature enough and want it enough to, to, to say, I don't want this particular thing and go with it oh, I, I would imagine even in the interview if you interviewed that woman for five minutes you know damn well who she what is. kind of person she is you know who she is and you got three of you deciding on it and then the producers of the show and you still go i feel like they're ghastly right they're gaslighting us to show yep they need a villain they need a villain yep you know, that's, they, that's, they that's, don't and they really don't need a villain i know i, know. I, I agree yep. with you Yep. And the fact that and her mom and her friend, her mom and her, her mother were shocked. And then 
Oh, how Lindsay gaslighted him. I can't believe you told my, you know, my, my family about us or whatever. I would never have said anything. No, you would have. He was looking for guidance about how to deal with you. Of course. Right. She just looking Candace for any kind of excuse. Not open because she 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 literally contradicted herself she in did. the episode because she was talking about I'm an open person I I'm this open book I'm an open person no you're not when you you don't want to be on camera number one you don't want you your don't want him to talk to your family number you don't two, want to talk to other castmates you don't even want to talk to him right and point about the other castmates yeah she don't want to deal with them yeah. yeah. Basically, like, why are you, why are you even there? Why are you even in the process? Why would you even, with the chance that you, with the I, look, with the chance you may not get someone who you physically initially like, the they put them, put you there with them for a reason. So you, if you're gonna go into this show, and you're not trying to get likes or whatever, you know, your Instagram following up. Yep. You got to know you may not find the guy attractive. That's part of it. Yep. Yep. So, man. have you guys ever dated somebody or like were friends with somebody who wasn't attractive at first, but you grew to really, really like them? Have you ever been in that situation? As a friend. But you never, it, it never progressed to more? No. I. Okay. I have a situation. I had a friend that was a friend of like a a friend, a friend. A you friend. know, like we right. hung out. We, we kind of hung I out. Had a friend that was a friend of a friend. No, we were a group. We were a group of people, like cousin, cousin Kelly and all of us. We friend. had a little group, a little small group that we would hang out. We'd go have drinks and stuff. Well, before COVID, of course. Um, and there was one person that was always hanging out and him and I got along very well. I wasn't physically attracted to him, sexually attracted to him. He was not the type of man that I would normally date, but we clicked. Like we had similar personalities. Like, you know, we made each other laugh when we were around each other in the group. It was like, oh my God, you guys should date. And I'm like, yeah, I'm done. I'm not dating, you know, doing what I normally do. Um, I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. And, um, yeah, just one day, it was like, after like a year or two, one day, he's like, oh, let's go out and let's go on a date. And I was like, dude, I ain't going on a damn date. And I did. And we ended up having a good time. Dated him for a little while. A little uh, when I say a teeny, teeny little while. And then it just didn't work. And now I'm an, I'll, I'll own that. But yeah, so uh, yeah. And that was me too. It was actually, you know, same kind of situation. I mean, we actually worked together. And then we weren't working together, but we would always still see each other at downtown, go, you know, run into each other, whatever. And it was it was one of one of the better relationships I had. It didn't work out in the end, but you know, if if somebody had introduced him to me and been like, uh, no, he's not really my type or whatever, and I probably wouldn't. But because we already had a a, a, a stable friendship, it was able to grow to that point. So she definitely could be missing out on something because she's stuck in her head. I agree a hundred percent. Physical attractiveness is huge. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter who, I mean, and even, even in those Islamic countries where the woman has to wear the burqa, the man has to write once he's, once he sees that off to say, you know what, that's not gonna work because physical attractiveness is, is important. 
But here's the thing. The difference between us and other people and Alyssa is you, this is what you signed up for. Right. If exactly. I took the time to go through this process and apply, get accepted, then have to go through the psychological testing that it, in, it involves, and then have to meet with these ex experts, I'm going to say this in quotations, experts, and get to the point where I get chosen, that's a process. You're willing to go through all of that. And then the moment, the wedding day, you're like, no. Like, I could see myself seeing him and saying, if it, if it were me, let me just talk about, I'm going to talk about on me. I have the wherewithal that I went through this process. If I walk myself down the aisle or have somebody walk me down the aisle and I look at him and I'm like, this, what the hell? He is not my type. In my head, because I like to think, you know, I got a little bit of sense that in my head I would say, you know what? Turn that off. Because this it this is how you've been working all this time and it ain't worked for your ass. Now they the experts don't found you somebody. Figure it out and make it work. I would try to see there is a reason why they picked him for me. So I'm gonna get to know him. I may not sleep with him, but I wouldn't sleep in a separate room. I do the hotel room and, you know, for the cameras or whatever. I would do my best to get to know him. And I wouldn't care if his friends or his family said threw his ass under the bus like his friends did. I'm not a big person on hearsay or what other people say about the person. I, let me get to know you first and then I'll form my opinion on you. I well, am a big person on hearsay. Jamie and Doug. Hmm? That's, what huh? did. That's what Jamie and Doug did. The yeah. first season, but if you watch the show and you know the show, you know she's just she, she's just she, I don't want to talk about her anymore. Yeah, we're done with her. My, my, but I'm gonna just close out with one thing. This when you say the psychological evaluation, evaluation. I'm sorry, <laughs> evaluation. Psychological. Get your mind out the gutter. Girl. Get your mind out the gutter. Are they doing that? Are they doing? Yes, I just think they're doing. No, I don't. I no, think they did. Doing. They did because they. It was in the. It was in the um selection show when they aired the selection show, and I watched it. They said that they, you know, they have to apply obviously online at right. the website, and then they do a psych eval on them. Now, mind you, I've had multiple psych evals because of my profession, and mm -hmm. them shits ain't nothing nice. Mm -hmm. So if you're willing to do a site, I, I am not volunteering unless it's for work purposes. I'm not volunteering to do a psych eval. Nah, so I'm going to jump from a psych eval because I it's, it's amazing to me that they could look at her psych eval and come up with that she's a good person because I don't think that she could skirt that from an evaluation, but to jump to Lindsay. Y'all did a psyche vow on her? Oh, Karen? Because Lindsay just, is now the Karen, well, of, this, just, the Karen of this season. Now. Let's just jump to them now. Because yeah, Lindsay even if you do a psyche vow on her, you know the type of man that she needs to make that match. I get that now. I get that. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I get who's good looking enough. She's they look good together, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. She said she don't care how the person looks. She just wants to be married. This and the other, fine. Mm-hmm. She gets knocked a shot. Mock is all in. Mm-hmm. He's willing to do whatever. And when she already, already, Mark is Mark is doing the work, mm-hmm. doing the work because she's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> you know she's crazy, but that's his wife, and he's gonna do whatever he has to to be take care of her and take care of them for her because she can't do it. Mm-mm. He came in and was like, he wasn't like. Lindsay's being so and so and so and so. He's like, hey, you know, I'm I'm letting I'm representing my wife. Yeah. I love that in the way that I to make it. her make you guys understand, she's just Lindsay, and she'll be good. It'll be okay. I'm gonna work with her. And mm-hmm. he came. I was like, go ahead, Mark. Mark's in it. Mark's willing to work. And I told you from I told you guys from the beginning, she just needs someone. To, to say, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to be there for you, Lindsay. And that's Mark the Shock. Yeah. I yeah. I agree. Yeah. No, and I agree with you. And, and Tanya said it too. But my thing with Lindsay is she needs therapy. You, oh, yeah. You, I mean, I hate when you have these broken women on here and we have to say, well, she just needs this man to be this way. You need to be that way. You need to be able to save yourself, you Thank know? You. And, to, and when you listen to her father and you listen to her brother, it's so deep. It's so deep. So really there's not a lot Mark can do because she has to save her. She has to do the work first and she hasn't done the work. You know, and so I know that I said, hmm? yeah, I know that I said that, you know, with regards to Alyssa, listening, don't listen. I mean, you can take what the family and the friends say with a grain of salt and then get to know the person. But Lindsay and Mark is a different nut because this is her father. Fuck the friends. This is her father literally giving Mark the download. Like she is this Awful. way, da, 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 da. You know, you don't want to be on the receiving end when she's mad and when she's dishing shit out. Cause basically, out. Cause basically I agree with you, Shahida. The situation with her mom, that's deep. I, I get it. I, I've had an absentee father. So I, I, I'm the classic, you know, black girl, daddy issues and shit that, you know, daddy wasn't around. I've learned to deal with that and work through with that, with therapy and what have you. If she's got to do the work, cause there's no way you're going to love. If you can't love yourself and fix yourself, you ain't going to make it work with nobody. I don't give a damn how good you are. And then why would you do that to somebody? Cause Mark the shark is a good dude. Like he just wants to be in love and he shows his, and I know, and I got to apologize. Cause I know when we first started on this season, I was like, Oh, Mark, the shark is the typical stereotypical white Boston guy. And I was just like, yeah. but I am like team Mark, the shark. He is sensitive. He takes care of his mother and his grandmother in the rehab and, you know, in the nursing home. And he just wants to be in love. He just wants to have love. Yes. See, he's a guy who, like I would say, I would look at his looks. 
Yeah, he wouldn't do it for me. No. What? What? I'm saying, if I got to know him and to see how he was, I could be with a person like that because he's a good-hearted person. And the way he went in and he like got her her own limo, mm -hmm. had to calm her down, and then you know said, you know what, you stay here, get yourself together. I mean, that was the. That was some top tier man shit right here. Yes. 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 Shower boo. He you was like, your shower, shower, sit on the balcony. He not only he 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 not only represented her, but then he went downstairs and played the happy medium for everybody else and was like, you know, I'm not like okay, what was the guy that took offense when his wife when when they had that big argument? I think it was like a season ago with the one with Kristen Page. And and they oh, ended was, up. Being, um, it was um drunken. Yes, yeah, too drunk. Remember how he he acted? He didn't try and mediate yeah. that situation. You know, he just went in all like, I, I want to show her that I'm there for her, and I'm gonna be this big. Nope. Mark said, I'm a mature, grown ass man. I just met this woman yesterday, but she's my wife, and I want to protect her. But I need to. I want to make things right with everybody else as well. Yeah. Top tier man shit. Yeah. 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 You just said he went, he, he, he represented her or whatever. He took care of her or whatever. And then, no, fuck, I had it. I, 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 it's a great phrase. Essentially, you, you were saying, because you said it specifically, there was a phrase you said, like he went there and, and represented her or something like that. And then he went down there and represented them. Mm -hmm. As a couple, yeah, you know I mean? exactly. He took care of he took care of her, but then anyway, I, well, I like. I agree I, with I you. Think they're gonna make and it. I think on gonna that make note, it. because we're talking about Mark the Shark, because I was about to say it, but I'm gonna let your T-shirt say it. Go on, stand up and show the folks the T-shirt, because Mark the Shark, that boy good, <laughs> that, boy good. <laughs> that boy good. Let's give him a round of applause. and I, I, I and I hate. I mean, we keep talking about the whole. Um, him going downstairs and representing them. I literally, when he walked out there with all those couples and sat down, like, I was like, I did that, that boy good, that boy good. He won me over because he had his professionalism and he spoke with them and he's like, you know, I just, you know, she is who she is, but my wife, when he said that, I was like, I love you. Tanya, can you, because uh, just in case other people did not see the after party, can you it, tell us what Elijah wants to say? Because I didn't watch it either, but it brought oh. a whole new light to the situation yeah. with Elijah and her. Here's the thing. I wasn't trying to watch the after party because I'm like, we already, we have to suffer through two hours of the actual I show. It's like, I can't, I can't stomach another 35, 45 minutes of an after party. But here we are. But now I have to watch it now because this is when the tea comes out. Yeah. Because, you know, she, what they showed on the show was that she was telling them, well, I guess, Lindsay, I guess Lindsay lived in Puerto Rico for a couple of years, whatever. So she speaks Spanish, whatever. But Lindsay basically showed her ass and told them they need to speak Spanish. You know, do, does anybody speak Spanish? And they're like, you know, Olajuwon was like, I speak a little bit of Spanish, but whatever, I speak English. And it's also Puerto Rico. So, you know, 
everybody speaks English down there. So Lindsay, I guess, was like browbeating them about you need to speak the language that disrespectful. Got the and I guess it was you know um, between Katina and Elijah, they were like, first of all, bitch, you ain't gonna talk to me like you're my parent. I'm an old grown ass person. You know, worry about your husband and leave us alone, which I I respect. But a whole plethora got left out. That was Elijah Wan spilled that damn tea and in front of Mark because Mark the Shark was sitting right next to him. And Mark the Shark just shook his head and was like, yep, yep. That's exactly what happened. She ended up on the plane with her mask under her chin. She was a Karen. She wouldn't put her mask on. The flight attendants had to tell her several times to put her mask on, number one. Had to come back to her several times again because she was boisterous and loud on the plane and they had to come and tell her to shut the hell up or quiet down. And she was just showing her whole natural ass on the plane. I you heard the loud drunk. A loud, typical Boston, ugly drunk. That's that yeah. I get that vibe from her. And we are we already know that she's loud. I mean, I'm loud just straight sober. <laughs> you know, when I'm in it. And with a lot of people and I'm getting excited. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. But I know how to, to come. she doesn't. But again, here's the thing. I'm, I agree with Elijah on. And I, I know Mark was put in a funky situation because he just married her. I mean, he's only right. known her for what, a whole 24 hours. He's And he's probably sitting there on the plane like this with his eyeballs like, oh my God. But again, you don't, Worry about yourself. If you know how to speak Spanish, then you speak Spanish to the natives or whomever, the people of Puerto Rico. You right. speak Spanish to them to your heart's content. Don't come to me and tell me how tell I, me need, how to I act. need to act. I know how to act and I know how to conduct myself in any situation. So I don't need you to tell me how to act. I would have and taken a and I was, was glad that Katina had Olajuwon's back. I'm not fond of Olajuwon. He's still working on I'm still on the fence with him. But I'm glad that Katina had his back because he was going off. And then, you know, again, Lindsay, that's why I call her Karen because Lindsay was a white tears. Sorry, not sorry. She started with she the whole, with the he started fluffing out his chest. Those are triggers. Yes. Yeah. She was yep. talking about him. You you want to sling that dirt, bitch? Be prepared for the blowback. Right. Don't come at me. Don't come at my friends. Don't come at my family. Don't come at anybody or any person of color like us with that bullshit. Because when we fucking hit back, then what we you're not going to do, Miss Lindsay, is sit on your ass on your balcony and cry your white tears, talking about he was fluffing out his chest and he was getting really fluffing out his chest. Right. Trigger number one. His posture was a little aggressive. Yeah. She was using all them classic Karen words and yeah. I wanted to legit go through the TV and strangle her ass. This is what gets, and I know I'm going on a whole nother tier and I'm ending it after this. I, this is what gets our black men killed because of shit like that. Yeah. If she was and here, I if she was here in Boston and that shit went down, and, you know, Olajuwon was fluffing out his chest and being real aggressive and posturous and and verbal and loud and shit. There's a possibility that cops could have been called and Olajuwon could have been shot. Stop playing this game, people. It's not, not Boston anywhere in the United States. 
even Thank on that you. plane, if she decided to really show her ass on that plane, he would have been the one being dragged off. Even Thank though you. she was loud and boisterous and everything else, they would have been like, well, sir. And then anything that he said or did after that, but that's where he has to mature too. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I listened to him on the bus, I, I, I never was team Lindsay on that. But when I listened to him on the bus, I was like, you still need to learn how to deal with conflict. And, how, you know, um, you, all of you all are in there together. But again, I don't have the whole story of the situation. So maybe yeah. I'm asking him to be respectable to somebody that hasn't been respectable to him. And that's my bag. But him and, him and Katina, and Katina's done. And I and and like you said, she's like you know fuck that bitch. <laughs> she ain't yeah. got nothing for her. So it was, and I wish there was footage because exactly what you're saying. She pulled all the little race cards that white women do to talk about not just black men, black women as well. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And. Let's give Olajuwon his flowers because even before we knew what popped off on that plane, when Mark the Shark went down there and sat with them and talked to them and Mark was like, I can have her apologize. And Olajuwon was like, you know what? We're good. I'm Olajuwon took the high road on that one. He, he was like, all uh -oh, Katina was kind of like sitting there and I would have been Katina like, fuck that bitch. Uh-uh. Nah, we're done. We ain't associating with her. Um, Olajuwon took that high road and he's like, you know what? As far as I'm concerned, you came down. We're done. It's squashed. When I see Lindsay, it's a, it's a new day. You know, I'll give her a hug, do whatever. And we just move on from here. So I give him his flowers on that because he could have showed his ass. So I think that also strengthens the relationship between Olajuwon and Carnita. Um, Carnita, they, did you just say Carnita? Girl, he's doing that shit from last week because he said her I name know. three times last week. Now it's every week, it's gonna be a different name. Carnita, because, so ca Carnita calam Calamity had an attitude, and with <laughs> but the two of them, he said, You know, I appreciate my, my woman. You know, he was just like, oh, this is like, I'm not taking that, but back, back, backed him up at least, you know? Yeah. They were in the same, you know, that, I think that bonded them together too. Yeah. And he's happy. He's happy. He is happy with her. He so is very happy with good, her. That's a good segue, because we've just yeah. spent some time on uh, Lindsay and Mark. We can segue into Katina and Olajuwon, because all I got to say is Jelani, Jelani, Jelani. You go, boy. Her friend. Her friend Jelani was. Oh, yeah, yeah, the guy. Oh, oh, oh. At yeah. that brunch, Jelani was pulling his card. Oh, okay. Um, and and Elijahwan didn't know how to handle that. Like, Elijahwan didn't handle that well. No. He didn't. And, it, and it, basically, it basically sealed. If, if I was Jelani, I would be like, oh, now you're showing your ass. And now I'm thinking that this there's an ulterior motive here for you. Because he because Olajuwon just got really defensive when when Jelani was like, what are you here for? Like, is this are you just here for like the likes and, you know, to come up and all that on social media, whatever. And, and Olajuwon was like, you know, you don't even know me, bro. Like, get at me, bro. Like he was, you know, he was he was doing the most. He was posturing. 
Oh, he was posturing and he was aggressive. Yeah, but that's what made me think. That's what made me think it was that the scene there when he started talking about Lindsay. That's what made me think. Well, maybe you need to learn how to handle conflict better because this guy is asking you real questions, and you didn't come with any real answers. You came with what I read as bullshit answers too. But I mean, there was a lot of you know. You know, it could have been male posturing on both sides too in that conversation. But you didn't try and sell yourself. You didn't try and you didn't have the right words to say to this man. And then you got an attitude and tried to poke out your chest. And then I see the Lindsay situation and I'm like, there he is, getting an attitude and poking out his chest, even though that was a bigger story to that. So I'm wondering about him. I don't hate him as much as you do, Tanya, but I do feel that he hasn't matured. And I know he said he took the two years to get to know himself better. I don't know who you got to know, but it seems like you're still a little boy. And the fact that when he showed up to the brunch, and I'm sorry, I'm very, I have a thing with etiquette. Mm-hmm. And when he showed up to that brunch with that tank top, you're going to have brunch. You don't have to wear a three-piece suit, but a pair of, you don't even have to wear, it's, we know it's summertime. You could wear some nice shorts and a shirt or a regular t-shirt. But the fact that he shows up with that tank top and the hat that he never took off his head. I'm sorry, I'm old and I'm old school. And I just feel, I don't give a shit Shahida, you can wear your hat all day because we're women. We can go to lunch. You can never take off your hat. I wouldn't say shit. But Chris, my brother, if we went out to eat or sat down at any table in the house or anywhere, that hat needs to come the hell off. And if I have to say that to you, we have a problem. Yeah, but I think, I, I honestly, with him, I don't think he knows any better. Just no, I don't. Fact that, just for the mere fact that you saw that when they first got after the wedding reception and he down the champagne and she's like whoa like let's whoa like let's do you not first before you he's like i took that like a shot i don't think he knows any better no i mean he should but i don't think he knows any better so yeah and i'm looking at his family like you all didn't do him any great service being his cheerleader you needed to raise him to be a man. I mean, not just cheerlead every goddamn thing he does. The woman that was so-called his mother, second mother or whatever she was, I think it's his sister-in-law, I don't know. Um, I think it's his sister-in-law. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, Mm. bro, like, sis, like, teach this Negro the basics. Like, you take your hat off. But he also seems like the type of person at this point, he don't listen to nobody. Because they've let him get away with so much. He's just a he's just a spoiled baby man. Yeah. And on the top of it, and I don't, you know, I don't like to dwell on this with like the mental illness. I know he's he he acknowledged that he has ADHD. I get that. I don't know if he's on medication, but at some point, I mean, figure it out. Like that's that ain't ADHD shit. That's like common sense shit as you, you got your own home you got a great job you just don't have the etiquette and the manners or nobody taught you the basics as a man so 
Yeah, we'll figure it out. So to me, it's going to be interesting to see him because he has a fantasy of what marriage is. You know, she comes home from work, she's cooking dinner, she's serving him. You know, I think his fantasy of marriage is what his mother and his sister-in-law and what other women around have done for him. What are you bringing to the table for a woman? And he just thinks his manly presence is enough. He's, he's because, because here's the thing. When men say that, I'm cool with that. Like you want to come, you want to go to work and you want to come home and have a cooked meal, but you still want me to work. That's great. I'm cool with that. But what are you, sir, bringing to the table? Because you don't have me in these streets doing all this, working a whole full-time job, whether I'm in the street or at home, and then I'm cleaning cooking and do all, doing all this. No, that's not how this is going to work. Sometimes, sir, you're going to have to cook because I'm tired and I'm lazy and I've worked hard. And I think he's like, he's, it, 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 and it blows my mind because he really does seem like he's never dated an attractive woman before. Like you are so wild on her looks. I know that it's like a shock. Okay. I signed up for this and wow, I'm glad that I got somebody that's this gorgeous. I get it. But he really does act like he's never dated a beautiful woman before. And I think once that wears off, what's the name he calls himself he used to give out to other women? Isaac. Isaac. Isaac is 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 right there. Right oh, honey, behind. it's a matter of time. Isaac ain't dead. It's no. a matter of time. Eyes is going to show rear its ugly head. Eyes and I don't think it, it, it. I don't think it will take long because his ex, mm -hmm. like I said, his expectation of marriage is a fantasy. That's total fantasy. All the yeah. work and the compromising and the talks and the honesty and all those things that make a marriage work. He, I don't believe he has the tools for it yet. I don't either, and that's why I. I mean. Mm. I want to root for them, but I don't think they're going to make it. Chris? I don't see any big negatives in Katina yet. I said a few weeks ago, I said, Katina, remind me of that girl that will stab you in an argument. I hold get to her, that. Get her to, the, get her to a I point? I hold to that. Yeah. Huh? Katina is that woman that you, she'll, she'll, she'll fall back, but you get her to that point. And she's going to show her ass and she's going to stab your ass right in the neck. <laughs> so I, I don't have, I, but I feel I am Katina. maturity issues on her part too, but I feel like she's so ready for it that yeah. she can grow with the process, but she doesn't need a boy to, to yeah. go with her on that process with her. She, she needed to start off with a man, you know, and, that's why I don't. The only saving grace that I think is that I don't. I think Alajuan is going to try to put in the work necessary because he doesn't want to lose that. Because he knows if he has a woman like this, mm -hmm. he's gonna do. Uh, hopefully, he will do his best. He needs whatever. He needs some motivation to grow up to be that person i think i think, I think if there's anybody who can do it i think clementine could really bring it out of him you know I, mean? I can't with you clementine 
I'm oh, on that note, you. all I'm gonna say, all I'm gonna say with regards to Olajuwon, Olajuwon's mouth is going to be his worst enemy because Olajuwon doesn't have the wherewithal. You know how you get people that don't think before they speak? Like Lindsay. Yeah. I think Olajuwon is that dude. Olajuwon gets in his, he gets caught up in the moment. Regardless of the situation, he gets caught up and then he starts blurting shit out. Whether it be appropriate or inappropriate. I just think that Olajuwon is, his mouth is going to be his worst enemy because he's not going to think and he's going to start throwing shit out there. Katina Clementine, Katrina, whoever the hell she is, is going to sit there and be like, yeah, no, this ain't going to work for me. Y'all gonna stop disrespecting my sis. But anyway, my whole thing is Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna believe that she again, I, I can't get with that whole thing about you needing another person to make you a mature person. And I know it does happen. I do know th that people can grow together and mature together. I do, I do get that. But I feel like when the person is really broken and there's something off with him, you know, I mean, yes. it's his selfishness, it's his immaturity is just too big of a factor. And I feel like with him in his head, he's going to want to try, but let's say two, three weeks down the line, I got you. But got let's you. talk about his but ego. Let's, that's what I'm saying. And let's that's all ego to that. All his expectations of what he visualizes marriage to be are going to come out, and that's where it's going to to test Katina's, you know, commitment to this marriage. And I don't think he's going to end up being worth it. Because here he here's the deal: he has the upper hand with with regards to her. You think and so? It's he has the upper hand all on paper let's do the math she lives she still lives at home with her mother sleeping on a twin bed did y'all miss that in the pre-show no 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 so she's at home with her mom mm -hmm. he's got his he's got a good job he works for the state apparently he works for the state i'm assuming he's in construction or whatever he does or he's in the union or whatever he does but he makes good money if he works for the state he has mm -hmm. his own home his family's already vouched for him that he makes good money and he does very well. So he's he, on paper, he has the upper hand. So I think with his ego and how he is, he's, mom, I hope he doesn't do this, but most some guys might manipulate and use that on a woman. Like, hey, I'm gonna want my dinner. Like when this is when this process is over and honeymoon's over, you got to move in. I think you got. I I I think I'm trying to be on the other side uh, and try to give him a little more credit for. I, I think I I really think that this he sees her and he really wants whether he really wants to be married or not. I think he really wants to be married to her, and I think he's gonna yeah. he's gonna. He's, he has to, he realizes, I think he's going to realize he's going to have to do and throw all, all that marriage, what he thinks it's going to be, throw it away. But I really think that he's, he's, he's going to, if anybody is going, he needs a motivation to change. He needs something, a carrot be like, okay, what do I need to do? Cause when, when immediately when they said, you know, you don't, you don't cook, he's like, no, he said, well, we can work on that. I think he's going to have that attitude. 
Yeah. I think he's going to have the attitude of, okay, well, you know, cook well. All right, well, what can we do? I, I really, I, I, I hope, I hope that he gets some, I think he can mature in that relationship. And I don't think he's ever been in a relationship forced to be in a relationship in the first yeah. place. You yeah. know, he doesn't like relationships. He has Isaac with the other but I think he, I think this, I think, I'm telling you, I think it's going to, you know, I think okay. gonna, I, I'm rooting for them. I'm going to root for them. I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm rooting for everybody except Alyssa and Chris. Because I think that some something married at first sight needs to step in and figure that shit out. But we're not going to, I digress. We, okay. Uh, Katrina, Katina. <laughs> Sorry. You know what I was talking about? Two, um, with Alyssa and Chris and you know, the major issue that they were having, why didn't anybody call him when they got to Puerto Rico to try like a FaceTime, like, Ooh, we heard what's going on. You know, um, let's do they, do they know? Oh, oh, you're talking about the, the judge, the, 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 the you know, oh, because Dr. yeah, Dr. Okay. Callum, why didn't somebody call and try and intervene? I mean, this is a I said that. I know, I mean, but I'm saying there's be a call, a FaceTime call. Know, wait, 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 I'm just saying, here's a critical moment that needed to be fixed. So this is how you know that it's just bullshit. Here's a yeah. critical moment, and, and and it's radio silence from you guys, and it's just right. you know right. the producers and the cameraman around. That was. I'm tired of this show. I'm getting. And also. I, why, I agree didn't, with you. why didn't his he have a talk with his friends and say, "What the fuck did you say? What'd you say but to her?" Did you tell him right away though. He didn't tell him. She I was telling him. I, I heard, heard some things. Like I heard some things. Yeah, she was. But she, but, but the only things that she could have heard about him was probably from his friends. I'd be like, he, hey. he, he acknowledged that. He said. I don't know. I didn't do it. He was, I, I, this is where I felt bad for him because he was sitting within his brain and he was like trying to rewind. What did I say? What did I do to her to make her feel this way? And then he said, did one of my friends say something to her that put her in this way? I get it that he should call the friends, but at this point, bro, we just got married. I'm talking about in Puerto Rico. Once they get on, they're going on the honeymoon, the honeymoon. To, <clears throat> to find out after so, she knows there's something wrong. Asking his friends then. I'm not talking about right right when he right when she started being shady on the night. I want to know like the days later, or at least getting on the plane, or I'd have been like, yo, do, trying to figure out what happened. You know, I know. He probably was, and we're probably maybe not seeing it. She should have grown a fucking nutsack. And she should have went straight to the source. If I'm married you and your friend says something to me that I don't like, he can be condescending because that was what triggered her when he's like, her, his friend Rick. That didn't trigger her. Like, he his can look and to be condescending. Coming down the aisle is what triggered her. Exactly. Because like I you said, you. he was good looking and they said that and she'd be like, oh, I can do be that way too. She would have fucked him that night in the bed for real though. So I she's but, just looking for an excuse. Right, Anything to grab onto. But so since we're here, I'm thinking that 
at the at, his friend said something to her that she didn't like. She was already not attracted to him. Why didn't you take that shit to him in the room? You're in the room. It doesn't matter though. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. She something. just wanted an excuse. She just needed something right. to hold on to. It doesn't. She doesn't want to. She doesn't want to deal with them. And that's why her body language said it best. Check her body language when she went to talk to his friends. She didn't want to fucking talk to them. She no. was out. She was like beginning. done. She saw yeah. him. Was like I'm out. And yep. from there on, anything. I'm out. And no. her mother is so sweet and so loving. And I'm like, how the hell did you birth that demon child? And then her friend would, that said to Chris when they were at the table at brunch and her friend was like shocked that she showed her ass. And her friend was like, that's but her friend acknowledged. That's classic Alyssa. She always does that. Well, then you know what? If that's classic Alyssa, Alyssa should not be on this show. Yeah. Period. End of story. And so, the fact that we're just learning this. Alyssa's a fucking. I'm done. I'm done with Let's her. do. Um, Can we go to. Jasmina uh, and Michael. Let's go to Jasmina and is it Michael? Yeah. yeah. I again. I got to love Jones for your body and your skin tone. I got a girl crush on Jasmina all day. You I can't say nothing. Bad. You I can't say nothing bad about Jasmina. I like her. I was disappointed I like in her this week. I felt like her conversation with the sisters put to she now we the sisters say that Michael kind of like you know overthinks stuff and you know goes for the negative, and she did exactly what they said that he did, and she did it to him because when they were talking about like you know there's always things gonna happen and arguments, she was like I I gotta agree to disagree. She was ready for a fight to try and prove her point on something that was, but it's a young, it was a young, it was a rookie mistake. It was a young girl mistake. And I hope she grows from it, but it was stupid. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because I didn't get that whole discussion at all. Was and I was stupid. I was chalking it up to they're young, they don't know any better. Because I'm saying to myself, what are you guys talking about? Like, why are we why is this even a discussion? Like because there was, was an right. argument. Apparently, right. there was an argument that I was like, "Is that really?" An, I'm like watching it. And I'm like, "Is that really an argument?" Like they're really arguing about some. That's some bullshit. Like I would never. That would. Ne no. She did I too much. I would never with a dude like that. She never. did too much. I think they're she both still much. scared. I think they're both still. You know, everyone's still on edge. Still scared yeah. about. Oh my god, this is yeah. this. Oh my god. Um, so. Like not not everything is perfect, you know right. what I mean. And uh, nothing is perfect. And but I, I like him. These, I don't know I what like these him. kids today think. But at the end of the day, nothing is perfect. Life is not perfect, as we all I know. I was thinking that I wasn't going to be like he wasn't going to be a, a favorite of mine, but I like him. I like his family. I love Jasmina's mom. You know, and I give her a hundred percent about how she feels about this process. You know, yeah. I mean, it's a, and and she's probably one of the first mothers to really express, this is my child, my baby, and I don't want her to be hurt in this situation. So I don't know you, you know, right. and it's not going to be easy. I'm going to support this marriage because I know that in order for any marriage to work as a woman, I know that I have to support the union. 
Right. So I'm going to do that, but I'm just I'm just as afraid as you are probably at this point. And, and, I, and I hope he acknowledges that. And Jasmina's mother is the first parent, as long as I've been watching this shit, that I felt that shit. Because I can honestly say, if that was my daughter or stepdaughter or any child that I had a hand in bringing up, mm -hmm. I'd be like, okay, she chose this path and I'm going to support her. But yeah, when she looked at him and was like, mm, Mm, I'm still, I forgot the word that she used, but she's like, mm -mm. the I'm only just, thing I disagreed with her on was when she said, well, I don't really disagree with her on it. I agree about when he was saying he had no representation of marriage and she was just like, you know, he has no, but Jasmina doesn't have a great representation of marriage either. No, I mean, no, you know, not at all. It just seemed like her and her father and her mother didn't didn't fare well and then you know she ended up with you and you guys didn't you know fare well i mean i guess she has a stepfather now and yeah like her biological mother is abandoned them her yeah. biological father lives in jamaica so now she's got a stepmother that adopted her that's her mm -hmm. mother i'll give her mm -hmm. that that's her mother and then she's got this stepdad that apparently well, anything, loves her. It's a great representation that you can get love from anywhere from other people. You right. just have to be right. open to it. Um, but, but again, it's another example of you got problems, girl, and you need mm. to address, you need to take care of that garbage in the backyard before you even bring anybody into your life. Been there, done that, got the sweatshirt to prove it. And that's why I've retired from the dating game because I'm done. I can't have nobody with my drama and my issues. I'm all set. So you haven't dealt with them? No, I <laughs> dealt with it, but I've just been scarred to the point where I can't invite that shit in my life anymore because I already know I'm going to fuck it up. It, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah, that we could talk about that and we'll name it. TT's going to fuck it up. <laughs> I already, I, I've owned it. I've been through years of therapy. Girl, you already know what I've been through in my life. Both y'all know. Listen, I got a therapist on retainer all day. Shit. And they can make it. I think if, um, my my, if any couple I think could make it, it definitely would be the two of them. Yeah, I hope but they, they have it. to be, they have, and I, I know Katina's whole thing is like she, you know, communication and any man, I mean, it's very, I'm that type of person where in a relationship, if you really want to break me down, stop talking to me and walk away. You know, I don't, I, I and she said she can't function like that. I can't really either. Cause I want, I want the answer now. And I know I'm not always going to get it now. And, you know, so now I have to learn how to calm myself down until yeah. I have that discussion, but that comes with age too. Yeah. You know, yeah. and if he's like that, that's going to be almost traumatic for her because she's gone yeah. through it yeah. before and then it leads to like cheating or whatever. And so they have a lot that they have to work out. But I feel that if they're honest and get the therapy that they will be able to do that. Yeah, I like I them as a couple. I like I them. Really I really do like them as I a couple. Do. And I will be, I will be upset 
if they don't make it. Because I want them to be the Boston Woody and Armani. Because they got that Woody and Armani vibe a little bit. A little not bit. as hard as Woody and Armani. They are Woody and Armani. I, can I just say one thing? That New Orleans, that New Orleans show episode or season was probably one of the best damn seasons. Oh, oh amen, amen, Jesus. Season. Okay. I will drink to that. All right. So now, who, who do we got? We got Noemoy. Noemoy. I got one word for y'all. I got one word for everybody. Three syllables. Sriracha. I want to be friends with Sriracha Chow. I know Sriracha is at that drag lounge in Boston down there by the old combat zone. Drag dancing her ass off and death dropping. Shahida, combat zone. You are showing your age, ma'am. Did I did say I did say the combat zone? I am showing my age. It is not that. It's not the combat zone anymore. It's now the theater district, folks. It's the theater district. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I think the way Steve handled all that stuff, you know, him being coming at him because he came he came at him at the at the wedding reception and came at him at the thing. And I thought Steve handled it really well. I think I like I like his things. I'm I'm not sure about his um his whole work thing of like that's gonna be tricky. I, think, I do like I, I do like them together in terms of uh, how they they look together and how they together. I do like them. And it's apparent that Noi is falling for him because on the honeymoon episode, this last episode, she's like, I'm feeling some sort of way about him. Like, so she's, she's but it's the honeymoon, and the job is very important to her. She has not let that you know she she's falling for him, but. He has to come with a better plan because yes. he doesn't have a plan. And I don't blame her on that one. And if if he loved her, he has to give her that security. She like she said, I want a family. Her mama said it. I want some grandchildren. And I don't see that happening with a man that doesn't have a job. Unless, sure. like you say, Tanya, you said unless he got like seven figures in the bank and he's he's straight. But he yeah. has to have money. He's got to have a savings because I don't know about you. I can't pick up and friggin' take five months off. I mean, I could, but I just, I have that broke mentality. Like, mm -mm, I ain't trying to go down. Mm -mm, exactly. Mm -mm. Could have, I'm not probably, taking I mean, a five month left. road trip. That costs money. But I'm he, he was laid off. He probably got a nice package. Of course he did. So he got a nice package and he's, he's saying, you know what? I don't need to rush out and get a job, but that doesn't last forever. No. Especially if you don't have another job. Yep. So yeah, he doesn't seem to be too worried about it though. He doesn't seem to be too stressed about it. So he, but now he's never worried about the next day. I'm saying he's a bum. I'm just saying bums don't worry about the next day. So I'm still going to need to see him with a mature adult plan. Yeah, it's yeah. great that you got a package and that you can sit on your behind for six to seven months because I got one and I sat on I sat out of the workforce for like seven months. Nice, oh, enjoyed it. Nice, but 
at the end of the day, I still had a plan. So you right. need to be able to tell her something more than what he's saying. Yeah. But I also think that, again, it's still new. They literally just got married. It's been 24 hours. I get where he's, I get where her family and Noi are like, you know, what's your work situation and stuff. But, but I think that in time, like he wasn't trying to address it, but it, I think in time as days and weeks go on, he's going, he's going to, to, he's going to talk to her about it and he's going to address it. But I think again, as a man, he wa- he's not going to want to talk to you. He don't know you. Number one. Number two, he's going to have to establish some feelings for you in order to open up and have that conversation about finances and my future and what's going to happen. Because I know Noy's mother, you know, it is what it is. It's the culture. It's all of our cultures, you know. Mama wants grandbabies. And he ain't trying to think about that shit right now. But he is, though. He is, is, but not like yesterday. But no, he's talking about it in the very... He's talked about it in the very near future. That's what he wants. A wife and kids. That's yeah. what he said. So what is your plan for that? That's right. all. But at the end of the day, there's no kids on the table just yet. So he's got time to work with. He's not, he doesn't have to tell her right off the rip or or talk to her parents. He's I think he I think they're gonna be good. I think they're going to be good, they're but if he has that attitude, that selfish attitude, attitude to me to have that, I don't, I don't need to tell you what my future plans are. I'm your wife. No, you need to tell me. I need to know, especially because I don't know you. Especially because I don't know you. Yeah, that is true. But again, you took a four month trip, so you got money. <laughs> I'm sorry. You took a full five months. You got some point in that thing. Living out of his car. He's living out of his car. That doesn't. That doesn't. To me, that doesn't. Gas costs money. He was traveling up and down the East Coast. Gas costs money. Food. That's a package. He was living in his car. That's not money. That's not money. I think. I think Steve's got some coin in the bank. And that's why Steve ain't worried. Uh, I think uh, we'll see. We'll see. We don't we'll have to see. I'll he, be all I'm saying is his attitude is he's not pressed. He's not pressed at all. And I think you could see if someone was pressed, you'd be like, oh, shit. Shit, I'm pressed every day and I have a job. If you listen to his parents about that, too, that has always been his attitude. So he might just be the minimum, the minimum guy, like I'm going to do the minimum to make sure that I live and have, you know, a a, a place to stay and food to eat the minimum. I'm not, I'm not going to go get all into that. I just, I just feel, I like him as a couple. I do feel that he has like a very good attitude towards life in general. And he seems like a very friendly guy and he, you know, seems outgoing. Yeah. But finances is a huge thing. Stability is a huge thing. Having been in a situation where there was none like that, it wreaks havoc on a marriage. Get it? Listen, you listen. Already know. Been there, done that. Listen, I'm just going to say that um, I'm kind of with Steve. With I'm just living 
I don't have a husband. I don't have no kids. So I'm just doing the most to pay my mortgage and pay my bills and have a good life. If I had a husband and some kids, oh, I'd be out there every day and hustling, hustling and banking all this money. But I don't. So we're good. Hi, hey Prince. Prince is home. Prince Sorry, coming in here. Guns blazing. Hey. Hi, Prince. Hi, Prince. So yeah, so um, it was a good, it was a good episode. So we we have to see what happens the next episode. There's some stuff that's going down. It, oh, some shit. I saw the previews. I watched the previews. And I ain't gonna talk about it. I didn't but all I'm gonna say is shit is about to go. Oh, and the previews. I didn't see it. Like I said, I, I, I'm really shocked, and I'm. I almost feel like fighting somebody for those two hours, and I'm watching this shit. I'm like, I'm getting oh, that every week. It's like a job for me. I mean, it, this is our job. Like, I have to like wake up on early Thursday morning at two in the morning because I can't watch that shit while it's recording because I don't want to. I want to be able to zoom through the commercials. And it's not and, even the yeah, commercials; it's the content. It's the I like the commercials better. <laughs> Ooh, girl, can we talk about some of them Lifetime movies that is coming on? I got to watch some of them. Um, on a side note. Uh, I guess we're done with all of the couples. Love you guys. You guys. Oh, Chris, you got something. Yo, you got something to do. All right. So we're going, we're going to end this because I was going to bring up something else, but we'll talk about that in another time. That's a whole other podcast. Um, love you guys. Thank you guys for watching the podcast. We love you. Chris Shahida. Until next time. Doom, 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 do